Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave Kias, along with our executive producer, T-Bone. Andy Gronerman is on a beach right now with a cocktail and an umbrella in it, or... Maybe just an umbrella. I'm not really sure. But filling in is... Hey, a- and we're not talking Miami, are we? <laughs> no, no. He's in some foreign country foreign island. Country. He's in the Caribbean. Okay, some foreign country and, island. And he's teaching and learning barbecue. He's got a drink with an umbrella in it right now. And he's got probably too much suntan lotion all over his body. Well, there's a video, visual we Smelling didn't like copper tone. <laughs> but filling in is a friend of our show of Barbecue Radio Network, a man that insults me better than any other man on the planet is Todd Johns. Good afternoon, morning, uh, evening. Hello, Todd. Hello, how are you? What's going on? Todd, of course, is the pitmaster of Plowboys Barbecue, grand champion and brisket champion at the American Royal Invitational and sausage champion at the American Royal Open, along with many other accomplishments. Um, And quickly, by the way, our guest today is going to be the Barbecue Ninja, Craig Viragi, Viraga, 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 Viraga. That's what we're going with. Just well, don't get it wrong. Don't get this wrong. <laughs> You've listened to the show. You know how this is going to happen. <laughs> He's with uh, Royal Oak Charcoal. And by the way, they got a lot of great products we'll be talking about. Um, he also got seventh place whole hog at Memphis in May. Uh, you can check out their website, which is royaloak.com, royaloak.com for some just excellent choices on charcoal. But Todd, we're going to hit him up in the fourth segment about Christmas dinner ideas. Do you do the Christ- Ooh, do you do yeah. the Christmas uh, dinner cooking in your household? I I only come up with the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so he's 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 learned how to point. <laughs> so that comes from owning multiple restaurants. <laughs> yes, and- <laughs> yeah. So so speaking of owning multiple restaurants, Todd, of course, has been on the show before. Last time you were here. Uh, I think you were here in person, weren't you? I was. Yeah. And the thing that I liked about it was Todd always gets the best digs on me than any person on the planet. Like, I've done stand-up comedy in Texas with drunk hecklers wearing a gun, and I can still (laughs) slam them better than I can slam anybody. But you always come on, and you get some dig at me, and I just go, oh, oh, yeah, your mother like i have nothing right right so the last time you were here and you had the third mic you all of a sudden you just started attacking andy the whole show well, no you did that's my favorite pastime it was heaven so <laughs> i just stealth it i just stayed here and i was like quiet like don't make a noise don't don't make him look over here just and you just kept b- bombarding andy and poor andy he well, was he For was a just, little guy, he's a big target. He, I mean, <laughs> and he just had no comebacks. And it was just great. I'm like, oh, I am enjoying no, Andy's this. learned to just ignore me over the years. <laughs> like, oh, there he goes again. Well, it's gonna be hard to ignore you since you're my co-host today, but uh <laughs> but so so when we you were last on, we had a long talk about your Plowboys restaurants mm-hmm. and that you were closing them. Um great restaurants and yeah. and speaking of which, by uh, the way. A little plug here. You know, if you're ever thinking about opening up a barbecue restaurant, go back in our archives and listen to that show with Todd. (laughs) 
So you want to open a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> Do you want to have a life? Uh, but Todd was nice enough to bring to me my all-time favorite side, which has sadly gone away because the restaurants are going away. But somehow you came up with, what's that, about a pint worth? As a quart. A quart. A quart. Of cheesy potatoes. That is the very last quart of cheesy potatoes that I've had in the freezer from the restaurant. I feel like they should go in the So that I can gift it to you. I feel like they should go in the Smithsonian or something. But I figure uh, after all these digs, I owe you a quarter cheese. Well, I was going to say, they're not going in, in a museum. They're going in my belly. Yeah. It's there the, you go. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a nice steak and, and, well, that's two or three meals worth. Two. Okay. One. But anyway, so, uh, Todd, you now, where are you working at now? So I'm, I'm working at a company called Rossnet and, uh, prior to opening restaurants and doing that for 10 years, I worked in IT for 20 years. And so now I work at a software company that provides back office software for multi-unit restaurants. Okay. So it's kind of taken 30 years of my career and combining it all into one job. And it's I'm just loving it, having the time of my life. I love the restaurant industry. Um, and And so now I get to be more on the service side of it. And you don't have to get that call at, at 8 o'clock in the morning that your manager's sick and you have to go run a restaurant. And you know what else? I didn't cook 100 turkeys this year. <laughs> and that was the first time in 15 years I haven't done at least 50 turkeys. If you could have even gotten them this year. Do you miss Andy Reid not uh, texting you, wanting burn food, burn-ins? Yeah. Well, Andy, if you're out there and, and, and listening. Andy's the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, for those yeah. and I know Andy's listening, so, you know, hit me up. I got burn ends for you, buddy. And if Andy is listening, next time, do not trust your field goal kicker. That's all I'm going to say. So time now for our Ask Andy segment. But today it's Ask Todd. And then it is sponsored by our December barbecue sauce of the month, which happens to be Plowboy's Barbecue KC Crossroads Sauce. You may have heard of it, One Todd. One of my favorites. You can get it at All Things Barbecue. That's ATBBQ.com. Real quickly, tell us about the Plowboy's Barbecue KC Crossroads Sauce. Yeah, it is my what I call my homage to Kansas City Barbecue. It's really familiar if you've been to a lot of the classic Kansas City Barbecue joints what we would call their table sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really reminiscent of that. It's uh, Kansas City barbecue sauce is really balanced. It's not what everyone thinks it is. It's not this molasses right, right. sugary thing. <clears throat> but it's got, you know, tomato base, a little bit of sweet, a little bit of spice, and it just uh, it, it's my homage to Kansas City barbecue. Excellent. And you can get that at allthingsbarbecue.com. All right, T-Bone, I know we're running out of time, but throw Todd a quick question. Okay, this is from Norm Matthews in right. New Mexico. Oh, I love New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, you know, he didn't know you were going to be here. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Todd. Todd. How do you prep cast iron to get optimal use out of it for the longest amount of time? And, you know, that's a good question because a lot of people will be getting one of those for Christmas. Yep. So, as a 12-year Boy Scout leader, <laughs> I have had a lot of experience with cast iron. Yes, you have. And uh, we we that's when we uh, go out and camp, we cook on cast iron. So really the key to keeping cast iron for a long time is once you get it seasoned, um, make sure you oil it after you clean every time, but wipe that oil off. I think the thing that people do with cast iron is they put too much oil on, and then it starts to cake up and build. 
So uh, just be really careful. A thin layer of oil is all you need to keep that cast iron uh, oh. seasoned and going for now, a long I see time. Ju- excuse me, just, just one time? On the initial initial seasoning, no, I no, just, no. After you clean your cast iron after every cook, okay, just you, one thing. You want to you want to wipe it down with uh with like a vegetable oil, canola, uh, canola, um, and and uh, but you only want to put a thin layer down. Wipe it right off. It doesn't need to be all oily. And, when you first get, it, I just read an article. Mm-hmm. That's why when you first get it. Do you want to lay it on a little thicker on that initial one? Actually, what they said was. Um, you know, put a layer on, stick it in the oven at 450 for a half an hour and do that four times. Yeah. But you want to wipe it down every time too. So what you're doing is you're filling in all those little pits and voids that are microscopic in that cast iron. And, uh, all you're wanting to do is fill those voids with just a little thin layer of oil so that moisture doesn't get out down in those little voids and rust it. It's really the, at the microscopic level. It shouldn't feel oily at all. Okay. That's a great question from Norm. I don't own one because I'm not strong enough to lift them. So, really, Todd, I'm setting you up, buddy. And, and he's wondering why his grilled cheese always comes out weird. I set him up, and he just sits there. Sometimes and I find it best not to acknowledge you at all. He's not going to do it if you if if it's not organic. So, coming up next segment, we're going to have the barbecue ninja Craig Ver Aga Aga. And am I getting it right? It's pronounced Ninja. Just, ninja. Just Ninja. He's with Royal Oak Charcoal. You can check out their website, which is royaloak.com. That's royaloak.com. Right up next on Barbecue Radio Network. Whether you're entertaining in the backyard or catering for a thousand, Holstein Manufacturing, home of the famous Maxi Barbecue Grills, has the charcoal or gas grill for you. All grills are made with either heavy 14-gauge steel or 304-grade stainless steel and, yes, NSF approved. They're so versatile, you could cook a five-course dinner on them. To view their products and to see them in action, go to HolsteinMFG.com. Darren says if you have a special need or idea, Holstein Manufacturing can make it happen. Check them out on HolsteinMFG.com. Creekstone Farms is excited to bring our high-quality meats directly to you from farm to fork. We focus on every aspect of production in our hand-selected Black Angus cattle and natural Duroc pork. Join those in the know at BBQ Radio Network and put the highest quality beef and pork on your holiday table. Get 10% off your next purchase at CreekstoneFarms.com by using promo code BBQ Radio. That's promo code BBQ Radio at CreekstoneFarms.com. Happy Holidays! Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Caius, along with not Andy Groneman, but Todd Johns, pitmaster of Plowboys Barbecue. He is our guest co-host this week. This week, our guest is the barbecue ninja, Craig Verhaga. I think I got it right. You did it. And you did it. That's good. <laughs> He's with Royal Oak Charcoal. He's also seventh place whole hog at Memphis in May, which is not an easy task. And by the way, speaking of Royal Oak Charcoal, check out their website, royaloak.com. That's royaloak.com. We'll be hitting on some of their really good products there. But Craig, welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. How you doing, buddy? Man, I am outstanding. It is, uh, it, it's, uh, 
good time to talk with you guys, and I appreciate you having me on. Where Where are you? Where, I didn't even ask before we started the segment. Where Where are you? Where are you located? I, I live in Cleveland, Mississippi. Okay, you start to say Cleveland, I go, that does not sound like a Cleveland, Ohio accent. That's not a Midwestern accent. Uh, no, it's definitely not a Midwestern accent. I didn't even know there uh, no, was a I, Cleveland, I Mississippi. Todd, did you know there was a yeah. I, I know it's, very it's little. It's 120 miles south of Memphis. You follow the Mississippi River down, okay. and uh, you'll run into Cleveland, Mississippi there. All you're, right. you're down there in the Delta. And that is. one thing we're going to talk about next segment that Todd brought up that we've never... We've been doing this show for a couple of years now and have had hundreds of guests, and we've never talked about doing a whole alligator, which we're going to do next segment. Uh, I think, I guess if you can do a whole hog, you can definitely do a whole alligator. But I thought we'd start out with uh, talking about venison. You know, a lot of people are out hunting right this time of year. My buddy called me the other day on a Saturday, and he's heading out. Um, let's talk a little bit about venison. Barbecue Radio Network with Dave Caius and Andy Groneman will be right back. Hey, Bar and Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! Yeah, yeah, well, it's definitely uh, that time of year. You know, we, we started uh, gun season here in Mississippi the weekend before Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, I have uh, spent a lot of time in the woods. I uh, haven't had a lot of success so far. Uh, but, you know, our our um, rut uh, is, you know, when the kind of breeding time comes around and that's when the bucks start chasing the does. And, uh, that, that should start next week. So um, I'm looking forward to that time of year because uh, that's when that's when the real action starts getting going. I remember the rut when I was a young man. You, Dave, you remember the rut? <laughs> it was always a good time chasing the does I've, around. I've been in a rut over 60 years. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> uh, yeah, my neck swelled and it didn't go down. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm not going there. Uh, so, so uh, Craig, when when you're doing venison um do you like to grill it do you ever like low and so slow smoke it you know that there's several different ways um todd you know we go to the hunting camp that's usually our meals when we're there is is you know what we harvest we cook um the, the larger cuts the more primal cuts if we keep you know a hind quarter hole um you know you want to probably low and slow that uh, you know, uh, and the thing about venison is it's real lean meat. So you're usually introducing moisture to it, be it through brining or be it injecting or, you know, wrapping oh, so you'll, bacon. You'll and, brine and, your, you'll brine your venison. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. Definitely so, brine it. So are there some, um, are there some cuts on there like the shoulders or the, the back quarter where, you know, that'll go to low and slow and you can actually barbecue that? Because it is really, really lean. Yeah. Now on the on the on the back hind quarter, you know, there is a you know a cut in there that that's a larger kind of a ball muscle on the kind of the thigh area there that you know will cut into steaks and and, yeah. and actually you know marinate and cook just like a steak. 
and of course the backstrap. You know, that's that's the uh, that and the tenderloin. You know, of course is the 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 holy grail of of the of the venison animal that you know everybody cherishes those those cuts off of there. Yeah, you grab that. Stuck. You grab that thing first before someone else does, right? <laughs> that's it. That's it. You know, uh, usually with us, if if we take a deer, we know that night we're having backstrap, fresh backstrap. Absolutely, so that's what we do, kind of. Kind of one, of, one of the things I love is venison chili. Seems like it goes really well with the chili. And have you ever done sausage? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got a plan right now with uh, with some different sausage recipes, and and I haven't gotten deep. deep I don't know that. I haven't deep dove into it uh, and actually have a set recipe and everything. It's just some things I'm playing with right now. With different. Yeah, I can't say I've ever had a. It can't I mean I've had a lot of summer sausage, right? I mean that's a classic classic deer yeah. thing. But I, I grew up in northwest Iowa, so we we did a lot of hunting up there. And in Iowa there's no uh there's no rifle hunting. It's all deer slugs, uh, shotgun slugs. Yeah. So you had yeah. you had to know how to shoot. <laughs> but yeah, I, a lot of a lot of uh of summer sausage, but I can't say I've ever had like casinged uh deer sausage before that would be interesting well i've had some excellent excellent casing deer sausage and uh there's a guy in yazoo city mississippi where Ubon's is that uh we call him big pete and big pete <laughs> makes some of the best deer cased sausage that i've ever had anywhere and a matter of fact uh he makes it so good it's almost like why should i even attempt it because it's gonna <laughs> go where it's gonna big pete um, he, he does put a, a good bit of, you know, pork fat in there to make it, make it moist. And that, that's kind of the, you know, the, the fault of some of the deer sausage I get like that is not enough fat in it. It gets yeah. really dry and, and it's just not, not very good once it's cooked. And, you know, when we, uh, when we had the restaurants, uh, we had, we had hunters coming in wanting our brisket tallow, you know, wanting our brisket fat and yeah. that, that brisket fat. If you've got that, you've got the some of the best burger and sausage fat. So would you uh, would you sell that to them when they come in? Yeah. Oh, really? Sure. Yeah. Okay. We'd sell yeah. them our trimmings. Hey, hey. Yeah, and what you described is exactly what I do. Uh, I've got I've got gallon bags of of brisket trimmings in the freezer right now, and I, you know, that's what I make all my venison burger with is is that uh those brisket trimmings. Craig, we're, we've got less than two minutes left in this segment. So let's say you get a venison steak and you're with Royal Oak Charcoal, which you want to check out the website, royaloak.com. What kind of charcoal do you recommend if you're grilling up a venison uh, filet? Well, I, me personally, when I'm grilling, I like, you know, that hot and fast and I like the lump charcoal. I like the all natural, uh, you know, that hot burning wood, you know, to get some good sear on the outside of the steak. And, and, uh, because one thing you really do not want to do, if I suggest to anybody, is overcook, um, venison or any kind of wild red meat, be it elk, be it bison, or be it wild duck. Um, you do not want to overcook that, uh, that particular cut of meat because that's when the, the gaminess and the, the, the wild flavor comes into the meat when it's it's cooked medium or beyond you want to keep that doing medium rare and you want to keep uh that'll keep that that just beefy and and really good red meat flavor in there and keep the wild out 
Very nice. Real quick, about what temperature do you prefer to uh, do a venison fillet at? Man, I, I'm a rare guy. I'm a twenty one twenty five. Okay, okay. You know, um, yeah, I just sear it and, and take it off. Perfect. So like Perfect. Same way. Yeah. Well, we're talking with Craig for Haga. He is with Royal Oak Charcoal, and you can check out their set, website at royaloak.com. We're going to be talking about something we've never talked about on this show. Doing an alligator up next on Barbecue Radio Network. Let's face it, events can get boring. Attendees get restless. Didn't anyone think about entertainment? Now you can be the hero when you book Dave Caius of Barbecue Radio Network. His clean comedy will make you the hero of your event. Interested in something a little more edgy? Dave can perform his adult-rated show at bars and comedy clubs. Just go to davidstandup.com. That's davidstandup.com. Be a hero. Do it today. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone. And filling in for Andy this week, it is Todd Johns from Pitmaster of Plowboys Barbecue. And this week, our guest is the barbecue ninja, Craig Verhaga. And he's got Royal Oak Charcoal you want to check out. Great website, all kinds of different types of charcoal. We talked a little bit about last segment. And their website is royaloak.com. That's royaloak.com. And Craig finished seventh place whole hog at Memphis in May, which is no easy thing to do, especially doing whole hogs. So Todd brought this up. Um, we've never talked about this, and, and and all the time we've been doing this. But you've you do all a whole alligator, right, Craig? Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I started doing that about oh gosh, about six seven years ago, and uh, of course they're you know they, they're just. Smaller alligators, you're, 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 you know, four or five footers. Oh, yeah, small, weigh, small, you know, yeah. 30, 40, yeah, they, they're, they're about 40, my height. 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you probably you know, find the them. Ones I hunt, you, go ahead. I was going to say, you probably find them in your backyard down there in Mississippi, right? Well, yeah, we do have a lot of them. And that, that, you know, that's kind of where it all started is, you know, we actually, you know, hunt them and harvest them and I clean them and, and process all the meat and cook them and eat them. So, kind of knew the whole process but yeah the, the ones we harvest down here are in your you know we like to have them in the 10 11 foot range and and uh so uh you big grill for those but todd, todd know, is over there shaking his head when you said 10 <laughs> or 11 foot range i'm with him yeah, yeah. <laughs> those we break down into into smaller cuts you know but the ones that i cook whole and do for events um, I actually get through GameKeeperMeats.com, and, uh, you know, they send them to me, and they're, you know, USDA approved, and so you can feed the public and do events with them. So, All right, uh, so I'm, but, I'm, but yeah. I'm from Northwest Iowa. I don't know nothing about no gator. <laughs> uh, all I know is you never smile at a crocodile, but that's all I know. So, so gosh, I have questions. Uh, there's a gator season, hunting season? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, it's the usually starts the last Friday of August, and the private landowner tags last for four weeks. And if you get a public land tag, uh, which is a draw process, that lasts ten days. Um, so you know that's uh, the the public land. You go in, you apply online, and 
and they have uh, two drawings, and you know they give out X number of tags. And now the ones we get are the private landowner tags, and that's you know based on the water acreage on our hunting club. So uh, we get two tags, and a tag consists of an alligator under seven foot and one over seven foot. So uh, so we actually get four alligators with two tags. So what is the process of hunting an alligator? Do I just take Dave and dress him up like a chicken and <laughs> use him as a decoy? Good luck. Because I would do well, that. Good luck calling me you, on you that fishing pole. That. Yeah, that, that, that's perfectly legal to do that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, I, you know, usually when I cook one you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of doing a demo or something, and I've got people, attention. first thing I ask is, is, you know, how many of y'all have seen swamp people? You know, and they, you know, of course, you got 90% of people raise hands and, and then, you know, I let them know that's not how we harvest alligators. You know, they're actually hanging chicken and they're fishing for alligators. You know, they're doing it commercially um, where we go out at night in a boat oh, gosh. and we're, you know, we got a Q-beam and you go across the top of the water <laughs> with a Q-beam. And their I'm eyes getting chills reflect. listening to this. <laughs> I like the, the idea of ordering reflect. it online from that game guy that you talked about. What I like, is, sounds a little what I like is when you're looking down for the alligator, the snake up in the tree is about to pounce on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, you know, when you see one, yeah, and I'm usually in the front of the boat with a snag rod, which is usually a, it's a bass rod with a braided line and a treble hook. And you try to get, you know, within about 20, 30 yards of it without getting it nervous and it going down under the water. And you cast it and you try to go over the back and you reel it in. And when you feel it bump the alligator, you, you know, snatch it and, and set the hook in it. And, uh, and then you hang on. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it will not be happy when, when it's got a hook in. Then you hang uh, on. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So and then it'll it'll run. I say run. It'll swim fast, and then you, it takes a lot of line, and and, uh, and you keep reeling in the line, and you keep with the trolling motor as close as you can to it. Eventually, it'll get tired. And How much beer tired. drinking is involved in this, Craig? <laughs> you can't drink any. That's 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 the key too. It's yeah, I'm not able to drink beer. I don't know. Well, I'm you don't want to fall in the water because then you'll be there lunch. <laughs> no well, beer that, drinking, and said, I'm about to get eaten. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you said is actually rule number one, and that's mm. do not fall out of the boat. Mm. That, that's oh, I thought you were going to say in the boat. Drinking. That's that's. That's real. <laughs> so, so we're we're, we're talking we're talking with Craig Verhaga, and he is with Royal Oak Charcoal. And check out their great charcoal brands at RoyalOak.com. Okay, so we got we've only got we got less than four minutes. So let's say we've got the alligator. Briefly tell everybody right. how do you do this? How do you do an entire alligator? Well, the, the smaller ones. Um, what I do is when I do an event, I I like to. Um, take all the fat out of the tail and that's just a trimming process and it's a pretty tedious process, but the fat in the, in the alligator is what is the fishy gamey flavor. So I take all that out and I'll stuff the tail and I do a cream cheese boudin. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, 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 I put like bacon bits in there and I stuff the tail and then I put a rub on it. And I smoke it. Till the internal temp's about 145, 150. And then I take it off and I glaze it and then hit it with a flamethrower to set the glaze <laughs> on it. 
And uh, <laughs> and then I take the stuffing out of the tail, take all the meat off. We top it all up real fine, the meat, and then we put that stuffing and that meat on a hot dog bun, and we make a red, redneck lobster roll. <laughs> oh my god! And, uh, so is the is the tails the part you eat, or can you eat the whole thing? Or yeah, your main meat is is top tail and bottom tail muscles. There oh, I, did, I, I never knew that. Yeah, there's tenderloins in the bottom tail. You got leg meat on the front and back legs, and then if it's big enough, you'll have jowl meat. But mm. the smaller ones, the jowls the size of you know a, a golf ball. Now you get a ten, eleven footer, the jowls will be the size of a volleyball. You know, that'd be huge. Okay. And, uh, so, so, uh, so kind of what we ended with the first question when talking about venison, and of course you're with Royal Oak Charcoal. So when you're doing the tail, what kind of charcoal do you like to use from Royal Oak? Uh, Royal Oak? Well, uh, you know, you sl- it, I say slow smoking. You, you usually, I, you know, I like to smoke them at about 300, 325. And, you know, it's, it's really what's available. Uh, I, you know, if I can briquettes and, and, and a lot mixed, uh, with a little bit of wood, the thing about the alligator is it takes on a lot of smoke. So you don't want to put too much wood in there. Um, just a little fruit wood, apple wood or peach or something like that. Um, and I've even cooked them on a pellet grill. You know, we got our hundred percent charcoal pellets. And so you want a nice, uh, you know, clean, you want a nice clean burning fire with that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've cooked them all over the nation. I've cooked alligators in Denver <laughs> this year. I've cooked them out in Oregon and uh, up in New York. And it's just always really, uh, really fun to see the, the faces of everyone when I, you know, light up that flamethrower and start glazing that alligator. And, and uh, they, uh, they, 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 they have a very, um, surprised look on their face, a very perplexed look on their face. <laughs> and, and then once they eat it and enjoy it, you know, that's just, uh, that's just, uh, that puts the enjoyment on my face. Well, Craig, we've I'm really enjoyed this. We're, we're just about out of time. Very quick answer. Does it really taste just like chicken? It is a very neutral meat. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's going to taste like, it's going to taste like, you know, when you put rub on it and you put a little bit of smoke on it and you put glaze on it. You know, that's what it's going to taste like. Perfect. Taste Perfect. Good piece of, We've been talking uh, with Craig Verhaga. He is with RoyalOak.com. That's RoyalOak.com. Check out their products. We'll be talking to Todd next segment about Christmas dinner ideas on Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Welcome back to Todd and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue oh, Radio it Network. It has a ring to it. It has a ring it's to not it. A, it's got a nice ring. It, it, way better than that Andy guy. You know, Andy and Dave. Bleh, Todd and Dave. Now, uh, there's there's a ring to it. duo. That'll teach him to go in some South American country on an island <laughs> cooking or whatever he it's is. It's the Caribbean. I, oh, that's right. Your, your geography is about the same as your pronunciations. Look, I... Uh, <laughs> I know where Florida is. That's about how uh, exotic of a location you're, I know you're is. getting closer. <laughs> Am I really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Todd Johns with us here. He is, of course, pitmaster of Plowboys Barbecue and was nice enough to bring me 
the very last remaining on the face of this planet, some cheesy potatoes, which are frozen, by the way. That's kind of a mean, like, a, that's a super thank you, but it's a tease at the same time. Like, here you go, but you can't just eat it right away. No, you just, it's like, it's like a cheesy potato sickle. You just got to lick it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't. Is there a date on it? How long ago was this? Uh uh, Dave can date it if he wants. I, don't care. <laughs> I know he's a lonely guy. Well, it'll cost me a lot less than most of my dates, so I'll date it. I have no problem with that. Hey, we want to do it. last longer, too. <laughs> <laughs> we want to do a barbecue shout out to one of our sponsors, Holstein Manufacturing. Check out their website, HolsteinMFG.com. They got NSF listed grills and cookers. Gas barbecue grills. Andy, by the way, speaking of Andy Todd, he uh, he keeps asking for a crone ro- corn roaster to be put in his Christmas stocking. I don't know if they're going to do that for him or not, uh, but you're familiar with them. You're from Iowa. Iowa. Holstein, Iowa. Absolutely. They've been doing that for a long time. I've been aware of their grills for a long, long time. They yeah. look really good. And they got a really big selection of them, too. Yep. And they yep. do commercial, residential. So check them out. Holstein MFG. Again, HolsteinMFG.com. And of course, as always, please support your local barbecue joints. Like if you're ever down in Independence, Kansas, check out Uncle Jack's Bar and Grill at 104 North Pennsylvania. Great selection of steaks, but me, I'm going for the surf and turf. That's that's right up my alley. And if you're ever in Independence, Kansas, be sure to listen to us on KIND, K-I-N-D Radio, 1010 AM and 94.9 FM. Before I go any further, you, sir, we were talking off the air, did some professional radio when in college, <laughs> which I found very impressive. Why, yes, I did. At what stations were you at? I was at KKMA, 99.5 FM and KLEM, 1410 AM. And that's in Lamar's, Lamar's Iowa, Iowa, which I've done stand-up at a yeah. sports bar there yeah. many years ago, which I'm sure is closed down. I closed down a lot of places. but uh, <laughs> He's hey, big in Iowa. <laughs> I'm really big in Iowa. But check out KIND. Uh, they are nice enough to air us and also owned by My Town Media, which... Little, I don't talk about this much because I'm so humble, but I do the morning show down in Burlington, Kansas, which is owned by My Town Media, and they just had an all staff thing in Wichita. Shout out to Phil McComb, by the way. And when I was there, I met Mojo, who is at KIND and Independence, and Mojo's got one of those voices. Todd, you kind of have one of those voices. Do people sometimes go, Are you on the radio? You've kind of got one of those voices. I don't know. I try. Yeah. I Mojo has, <laughs> like, if he was at Walmart and he got changed and all he said was, thank you, people go, you're on the radio, aren't you? But Mojo absolutely is. And then also, the guy that does production down there, his name is Travis, and Travis loves Barbecue Radio Network. So I had to do a shout out to all of them. Um, thank you for KIND again, 1010 AM and 94.9 FM down there in Independence, Kansas. So we've got this week, of course, Todd Johns, pitmaster of Plowboys Barbecue. He is, among many titles, grand champion and brisket champion at the American Royal Invitational, along with sausage. You mentioned sausage with our last guest, Craig. Sausage champion at the American Royal Open. And each week, we always have, of course, it's our... Barbecue, all things barbecue product spotlight. All things barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. Do your neighbors hop your fence to get a taste of your barbecue, Todd? I don't have a fence. <laughs> they just walk yeah, over. They just walk over. Steal it. Yeah, just help themselves. <laughs> and should that happen, make sure you check your 
local stand your ground laws. <laughs> stand there with a spatula. You get back. So anyway, uh, check out their website, of course, all things barbecue at atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com. Normally, we turn this over to Andy for a product spotlight, but what do you got, Todd? Well, you know, one of the things that um, that I like to use is cast iron, and we talked uh, earlier about that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a, at All Things Barbecue, they've got a lodge, 14-inch cast iron baking pan with loop handles. Okay. And so um, I've got one of those, actually, and I love doing, like, pizzas on my grill. So instead of using a stone, I'll use the cast iron and uh, put a little oil on that cast iron uh between that and your and your dough, mm-hmm. and it'll make almost like a, a pan pizza ish uh, crust on it. Nice. So that's kind of fun. Now, when you when you do something like that, do you go and get like they've got the pre manufactured in the little tube thing uh, pizza dough? Is that what you usually do, and then spread it out and then put uh, it in the pan? Yeah, honestly, like I've made dough, but that's a lot of work. It's a lot it? of work, and um, but Aldi's, if you have an Aldi's, they have. Fresh pizza dough. Oh, fresh. Okay. I'm sure a lot of stores probably have that. It's not frozen. It's fresh. You can buy that and make a couple pizzas with it. So when when you're making a pizza, what's your favorite kind of pizza? Uh, Well... It's it's about toppings, and so for me, my go-to pizza is pepperoni, black olive, and jalapeno. Oh, nice! I like that combination. Yep. What do you like? A lot of cheese, little cheese. What do you like? I like a lot of sauce. See, I like and a a moderate amount, like a moderate amount of cheese. I'm opposite. I like a little sauce. So as usual, Todd and I disagree on everything. So, (laughs) but you can get one of those at All Things Barbecue. Check out their website atbbq.com. Excuse me, Todd. What was the cost on that? Oh, the cost on that. That's a very good question. Uh, The cost on that is fifty nine ninety five. That is an. Excellent yeah, Christmas gift idea. Absolutely. It's an excellent Christmas gift idea. And speaking of Christmas, along with gift ideas, so everybody, you know, people probably, you know, some people may do the same thing every year, but let's give something different, a little alternative. What, what do you have a suggestion for Christmas dinner this year? Um, so one of the things that's very traditional in, in you know, more Hispanic cultures is um, – to do tamales okay and so there's something there where you can combine some barbecue with that Mm -hmm. and you know take a pork butt smoke it um and use that as the inside for your tamales and make some homemade tamales another one that um i've done at at our family is a uh because i'm cheap instead of (laughs) instead of buying a beef tenderloin i'll buy a pork tenderloin and then cut the center part out of that grill it up and then put it in puff pastry, and you make a pork Wellington. Oh, and wow. you can do those so that they're like individual sized, and everyone gets their own little pork Wellington. Um, and then another one I like to do is a brown sugar and butter uh, chicken. So take like a half chicken, or you could even do quarters. But I like the presentation of like a half chicken, and it lays really nice on the on the platter. And uh, you can grill that and glaze it with like. Uh, some maybe orange marmalade with some brown sugar, butter, maybe a little hot sauce, and uh, glaze it at the end of your cook, and it'll tack up really nicely and and be something a little different too. First of all, you had me at butter uh, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. brown sugar. 
So when you when you do, when you lay that out about what temperature are you cooking it and for roughly how long? Yeah, so I'm I'm cooking right over a live fire either on a ceramic cooker like a big green egg mm-hmm. or a Kamado Joe or I'm maybe even doing it on my gas grill, that's okay. And uh I just got a new Napoleon uh, six six five gas grill. Oh man, I love that thing. <laughs> so I'm doing it over like a medium, uh, you know, a medium heat, um, because I am going to be putting butter and sugar on it, okay. and so I want to. You don't want that to me- burn. And, yeah, I want to have right. it over a medium heat, and then internal temperature. I want that thigh to be about one sixty five, mm-hmm. and the breast to be about uh, one one fifty one fifty five, and that'll keep like it a little be- more moist and yeah, tender. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that the 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 breast, which I'm I'm a breast guy. Uh, I'm <coughs> that's <laughs> I can say that on the radio. We got less than a minute, but that's always my favorite part. But that's the, the that's the thing. Sometimes I get it, and it's dry, and it's just yep. not flavor. Well, not flavor, of course, about the season. And if you're but- if you're finding that the that the white meat's getting done faster than the thigh, you can actually take that especially if it's a half chicken um take a, a ziplock with some ice and let the let the white meat let the breast meat sit on that um, ice pack for a while it'll reduce the temperature okay. so that'll even out the cooking a little bit too very nice very nice well thanks again for those christmas ideas uh, of course we want to thank again todd johns for being here from uh, pitmaster of plowboys barbecue and i want to thank our guest the barbecue ninja craig verhaga he's at royal oak charcoal check him out at royaloak.com and of course again todd johns for filling in for andy groneman and along with t-bone and myself thanks for tuning in see you next week and as always happy barbecuing every barbecue radio network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every thursday You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. 